0: Welcome to the Creative Cocktail Podcast. I'm your host Rika, and this is episode number seven. Welcome to the Creative Cocktail Podcast, it makes a mix of three-part design, two-part brand clarity, with a dash of mental health, serving the worldly passionpreneur and created by Ricky Juhasz. All right, friends, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for sticking with me through the hiatus. I wasn't intentionally taking a break, but um, technical difficulties made it pretty impossible for me to record. I got some gear and then even getting the gear, it wasn't working right. So I'm happy to report that that's almost fixed and that I'm recording in a really cool little booth area in my future office, which is probably 80% complete. So it seems like I'm getting to the spot where I'll be able to record and do these things a little more easily and with or without quarantine so i am closer to the main road so we'll see what we'll have to say about um the sounds of the street and the cars passing by but i'm hoping that we're back to normal now So today I wanted to talk to you about multitasking and the reason being is that I feel like this is a concept that we are not really getting and um, by that I mean there's no such thing as multitasking and every time I have this conversation with someone it seems like it's almost a fight <laughs> and um I feel like job applications and resumes are full with how much employers want to hire people who can multitask efficiently and how much workers are capable of multitasking. And I find it comical because there's this, this phenomena just doesn't exist. So I actually reject employers asking this of people and I Think it's a poorly constructed job application and and that's maybe another conversation for another day but i also think that it's an illusion that we think is um something that we have to be good at or kind of have to get better at but what i really want to tell you today is that one it doesn't exist but two what we're really talking about when we talk about multitasking is task switching and so your brain is wired in a way that you cannot hold two cognitive thoughts. Like you cannot do two things together. So it's possible for you to have music playing in the background and maybe type something. But how many times has it happened to you that you actually started typing the words that were in the song, right? So... What I think is possible is task switching your brain. If you pay enough attention to the task or the thought that you're doing, when you need to switch because an email comes in and there's a request from your client to switch something real quick or you know something happens, then you can switch that other task, but you can't simultaneously do two things at once. So I want to debunk this whole multitasking bullshit. And I want to tell you that you don't have to fucking multitask a goddamn thing. And, and if somebody tells you that that's a requirement for your job, or that's what makes you a good human, you can tell them to kindly fuck off. And sorry, that got kind of intense there for a second, but it's just, so silly that we are constantly supposed to optimize ourselves to do more and create more and then even trick ourselves to think that we can do more. And so our brain can do, can't do that, right? It can't hold two thoughts simultaneously. So if we could just agree that with deep focus and concentration, we can get good work done in a solid amount of time, Then when we need to switch, we can switch. Then we can immerse ourselves in that task. Then multiple things can get done in a day. So if you schedule out your calendar in a way where you say from eight to nine, you're working on emails and catching up with certain things. Then from nine to noon, you're working on a logo, for example. Then you can get multiple things done in the day. But I honestly believe that it has to be chunks of time that you are dedicating to one specific thing. And the benefit of that is that you can really get good at that one thing that you're doing. And I have said this before and I will say it again. I oftentimes turn my phone off. I oftentimes, my laptop is on do not disturb. So I get I don't get the messages flying in from the side. and And I'll turn my phone down And when I'm working on something and I'm not expecting a call from you or it's not, you know, in a way I don't need to be engaged with the outside world. I'm not saying turn off your phone and don't ever talk to anybody. I'm just saying if you need that block of time to immerse yourself in something, then you should do that. You should not be texting your friend and answering your mom questions about drapery choices she has or I don't know, console your sister who's going through a breakup while trying to do something because it's all taken away from that one thing that you're doing. And I actually consider the act of trying to do this kind of multitasking really rude. It drives me bananas when people are on their phones when I'm talking to them. If they say they are listening, even if they can repeat the last sentence that I said, just really really gets on my last nerve it really bothers me it really feels like they're not immersing themselves in the conversation with me and i fucking hate it i hate it with all my heart so if you're one of those people that have the phone you're scrolling and looking at stuff you're either not looking at the posts or the things that you're reading or supposedly reading or you're not paying attention to the person that you're having the conversation with, right? So one way or another, you kind of check that of both things. So what if we just decide that multitasking is not a thing? So what if we take the time to do the thing that we're supposed to do, allow ourselves the time that we're supposed to do something, and maybe you schedule yourself out maybe you turn off your phone maybe you put your i do this to the computer to wi-fi or or turn off wi-fi i mean or put my phone to airplane mode and it's really refreshing to immerse yourself in something it's actually very fun to go deep because you have the space and time And nobody can pull you in another direction. So if you have to get a lot done, notice when you perform best. So for example, I have noticed that slow mornings uh, are absolutely essential to my lifestyle. I didn't really realize how much I loved it until I was fully freelance. And... I think I mentioned this previously that I used to get up very early in the morning to work on freelance, then go to my full-time job, then work on freelance after hours, and and then on the weekends, and then any holiday I could. And so it was a terrible way to manage my time, but the thing that was very interesting is, or that I learned about myself, that in the mornings I was able to dedicate an hour or two hours to get something done, right? Like I had this focus of like, okay, this is the one task I have to get done before I have to get on the road to go to work. And although now I really appreciate my slow mornings, I schedule myself out for the day. Like these are the hours I'm going to work on this. And sometimes those hours are personal. This is the time I'm going to have with a friend to go for a coffee or uh I now take yoga classes more in the middle of my work hours than I ever did before. I either did very early classes or evening classes. And so then that's the time I'm allowing for. I'm not wishing away that hour of yoga or that meditation in the morning because that's the task I'm doing. So... I just drop this concept that multitasking is something I have to do. Multitasking is something that serves me or that even the product I'm delivering while multitasking is worth it. And I will say the benefits for me on that have been that the days I schedule myself out for design, for example, like solid blocks of time. It's incredible how much faster, I have become, I mean, of course, I have like a decade of experience being a designer. So eventually you do you do become faster, but it's amazing how much faster I can really kick around an idea or test things because that's the only thing I'm doing, right? Like, okay, this is not working, doesn't look good. Why not? Um, maybe you reach out to someone for feedback. I do that. If, if you're in the freelance bubble, you know how... <laughs> Sometimes you just have to ask a friend, like, is this shit? Is this, does this look like anything? Uh, And shout out to all of my buddies who are, uh, who look at my work before it goes to clients. Um, Thank you for uh, answering my silly questions and all hours of the day. But, um, but it allows, so this kind of workflow allows me to really immerse myself in that one thing. And it actually ends up being better because I just keep thinking about that one thing, keep coming up with new solutions, keep like chewing on it and flipping it and trying to, you know, um, solve it. So so consider that. Consider that immersing yourself in just the one task instead of multitasking, how much more beautiful that piece of work is. And, um, and just consider, for example, like if you just think of factories, that was a a, a thing that came to my mind. Like if factories separated out people to work on one task at a time, is it possible that we would be better at doing that too? So sometimes when I do production work, um, let's say I am working on um, printing a wedding invitation, I would cut the paper, right? Then I would print one color, then I would maybe score or you know, trim the page or something. It's not like I'm gonna do one invitation at a time. I'll cut one piece of paper, I'll print one design, then I'm gonna cut that thing to final piece. Of course, I'm gonna cut a stack of paper that I'm gonna stand at the press and print a stack of the invitations. And then I'm gonna trim, you know, the final piece of paper or whatever the case may be. So I hope you see the point there. Like even factories have figured this out. So I'm not sure why in our modern society, Actually, maybe there's, there's some research that I could dig into why we think that the multitasking is good. Like why we want more? Why, why are we a society that value this kind of intensity where it's actually not even possible? So some of the preparation I did for this podcast, I was reading that actually people have, uh, increased performance when they think that they are multitasking. And I thought that was uh, very interesting because I guess if you think that you're multitasking, sometimes it feels emotionally more satisfying. Like you think, oh, I'm getting all this shit done, I'm doing so good. So actually your work still could be suffering, but you're kind of tricking your brain into thinking that um, you're getting all this work done. So. I'm not sure if I've fallen into that category, but I could I could see that thinking like, oh, I've done 14 things today, maybe like half as them, but I was just kind of go, go, go. So I'm into the slow mornings. I'm into mindfulness. I'm into taking one call at a time. And if I don't text you back or email you back, I'm not mad. I'm not, I didn't forget you. It's literally, I'm in another conversation. I am working on something else or just don't have the capacity to honor your text and your conversation, right? Or email for that matter. So I even think that the the email conversations, you know, where people expect responses back in 24 hours, I'm like, well, maybe some days I will, some days I won't. Um, but I say that uh, even in my contact form on the website, like, I'll I'll get back to you and uh, and so so just food food for thought just just something to consider um, maybe ponder if you consider yourself a multitasker or perhaps a good task switcher so that's I think that's maybe what people really mean when they mean that they are good at multitasking that they can stay so focused that they can switch tasks and then do that next task really well. Sometimes, depending on how well I slept or how the workflow is going or what kind of tasks I'm switching in between, I am good at it. But oftentimes, it's long minutes before I'm back into the thing that I need to be back into. And so much of my online consumption of information is i mean honestly like subconscious and not mindful at all is that i'll find myself i'll find myself on instagram without ever having this specific intentional thought that i'm going to go on instagram and check instagram so for example on my phone i have all of my notifications turned off like if someone comments on something or I get a message. I do not get a notification. And I made that choice consciously last year, and it has helped with my media consumption, social media consumption. But I will say I'll still find myself doing some of these things, right? And then all of a sudden, I'm not designing a logo. All of a sudden, I'm on Instagram commenting on your stuff, and then 30 minutes pass. So so today, I want you to consider, are you a multitasker? What are your beliefs and thoughts about multitasking? Do you think it is really possible? Are you just perhaps a good task switcher? Or is it possible that you're totally fooling yourself and you're just haphazardously constantly catching up, trying to roam around, get one thing done after another? So let me know um, if you go to Paper Reka. That's the word paper, R-E-K-A, together, paperreka.com backslash podcast. I am putting up all the episodes and getting things transcribed. So hopefully I'm going to add the comment section up there. Um, I don't think it's quite working yet, but uh, I want to hear what you think. And I have an Instagram page too. And if you want to comment on that when I post about the episode, You can comment on that and tell me what you think. But it's a really fascinating subject, and I think it's going to take a long, long time before we truly, truly get back to what matters and how to focus and work hard and do good work with more intention. And I think that's where the world needs to go, and I don't like all this stuff that's happening right now. But I think that's where it's pulling us to really reevaluate: how are we doing what we're doing? Why are we doing what we're doing? So I'm excited to ponder these questions. I hope you are too. And uh, let me know what you think and how it lands with you. And I'll catch you next time. Hi, thanks for listening all the way through. Would you mind subscribing to the podcast or leaving a review? It helps us greatly to grow the podcast. Oh, and if you have any questions, concerns, or a note for Reka, please visit Paper Reka. That's the word paper and Reka, R-E-K-A, together. PaperReka.com slash podcast for more information. And thanks.